You're listening to Eureka on Monocle 24, brought to you by the team behind the entrepreneurs. I'm Tom Edwards. In the latest special edition of Eureka, exploring retail, to coincide with the focus of the April edition of Monocle magazine on the future of that sector, we're heading to Wales. That's where we are to assess the impact of a temporary experiment in retail in the Welsh capital, Cardiff. Clearwater Parade is a collective of independent businesses which, less than a year ago, set up shop in the retail spaces of a former strip mall in the city's lakeside neighbourhood. Monocle's Thomas Lewis, a native of that city, explains how the initiative, which includes some of Cardiff's best-regarded independent businesses, has breathed new life into the somewhat tired template of strip mall retail, and which has given many of the entrepreneurs involved a place to really grow their businesses. If you are asked to conjure an evocative place to go shopping, well, a strip mall might not be the venue that jumps to the top of that list. But when this retail format debuted in Los Angeles, it was a distinctly modern take on collective retail, housing the kinds of shops and businesses that were deemed essential to a neighbourhood and to daily life, all in one place and either just a short drive away from home or at a convenient spot along a major thoroughfare. A corner store, the dry cleaner, a neighbourhood restaurant, a travel agency perhaps, all nestled under one roof. But that format, which became ubiquitous across North America and further afield over the decades that followed, has in the eyes of some become tired, a slightly faded symbol that now represents a perhaps humdrum necessity, rather than representing a setting where entrepreneurship takes place. Well, less than a year ago, in Wales's capital city, Cardiff, one collective of independent businesses revitalised the format. Clearwater Parade is a collective of some of Cardiff's best-regarded independent businesses, and together they moved into the shop spaces of this strip mall. Welcome to Waterloo Tea. I'm going to go through five different types of tea with you guys today. Among them are the popular Waterloo Tea Tea House. There's a popular bike repair shop a few doors down, a florist, a donut bakery, and the headquarters of Indie Superstore, a novel collective that runs open-air and outdoor markets across the city, which showcase producers of food and other goodies, as well as other independent retails from right across South Wales. If strip malls have come to represent urban corners that feel as though they've been left behind or overlooked in some way or another, then the Clearwater Parade initiative has bucked that assumption, turning a former strip mall into a place where people in the neighbourhood and further afield want to go and shop and, more importantly, turning it into a space in which to linger, a clear contrast to the quick, transactional, in-and-out journeys customers made at the site before. The Toronto-based writer on urban affairs, Sean McAuliffe, dwells on the significance of strip malls in Toronto, Canada's largest city, in his excellent book Frontier City, Toronto on the Verge of Greatness. Strip malls in parts of Toronto, McAuliffe writes, have in recent years become the focus of the discontent of some local politicians, who, during recent election campaigns, have declared the strip mall a symbol of a neighbourhood's decline. But McAuliffe argues that the strip mall has always been a place where dreams are made. 
That is, that they're spaces whose rents tend to be lower, meaning that setting up shop or trying out a new business idea is a far less cumbersome prospect than at, say, a city's other, grander retail strip, where costs can often smother a business idea before it's even seen the light of day. And strip malls are often located at the centre of a neighbourhood, meaning that foot traffic is high, and that there is potentially a captive audience all around you for the wares that you're selling. That's the principle that's played out at Clearwater Parade. The strip is set to close later this year. A major new housing development for the site was approved by Cardiff City Council early this year. But none of the business owners at Clearwater Parade, in interviews they've given to the city's press, have expressed the kind of melancholy you might expect at the coming closure of a retail space that they revived. Many of them have said that their experience at Clearwater Parade has boosted their businesses in ways that might not have been open to them otherwise, each noting the past year has firmed their footing in Cardiff's independent retail sector, deepened the loyalty of their respective customer bases, and that their sights are now set on finding new corners of the city to call their own. While Clearwater Parade in its current form is set to close, the stories of entrepreneurship that have unfolded there have, in many respects, only just begun, thanks to an imaginative approach to a retail format that many have contended in the recent past has outlived its purpose. For Monocle, I'm Thomas Lewis. Thanks, Thomas. That was Monocle's Thomas Lewis reflecting on the Clearwater Parade Collective in his home city of Cardiff. You can read much more about retail benchmarks. Just pick up the most recent issue of Monocle magazine on all good newsstands now. And that's all we have time for on today's programme, which was mixed here in London by Christy Evans. I'm Tom Edwards. We'll have a new episode for you at the very same time next week. But that's all for now. Goodbye and thanks for listening to Eureka. Eureka.